When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ready to go. This is really a question for my driver, Freddie, because I had no idea when Lee Zeldin uh, invited me to these uh, these events, which was really very, very nice. It's one thing to invite Andrew Giuliani, but inviting me was really sweet. And, of course, I said, yes, I said, Donald Trump Jr., Kimberly Guilfoyle, Ray Kelly, Lawrence Taylor, I'm going to speak. I love Lee. Of course I'll come. And end the day with some fireworks. It's going to be a great day. Right. Food. Little did I know that it's like 18 hours away in, in some place on Long Island that I can't even pronounce the name. So my driver's like, you know, going to be out by Stony Brook. I go, no way. And you had warned me about the same thing this morning. But I'm still going because I love Lee Zeldin. Certainly you do, too. Lee, it's Sid and Andrew Giuliani filling in for uh, Bernie, who's not feeling great today. Uh, how are you, buddy? Welcome back to the show. I'm doing great. It's good to be with both of you. Uh, great to have you. So, yeah, you didn't tell me how far. I know you live in Shirley, but... This is a pretty far from Queens this event today, no? Uh, it's just uh, just a little just a, a, a little tease, you know. Next time I'll, I'll hit you with another invite, and then uh, we'll, you know we'll let you know it's actually down in Myrtle Beach. You know, maybe we'll hit you up for the Palm Beach fundraising. You know, Lee, he's he's complaining so much about it today. I think you actually should tell him, okay, well, if you want to be closer to home, why don't you host a fundraiser at your house? For me, I think that's. I'll start working on them for that one over like the last that. two hours of the show. What I do you think? Like that. That's fantastic. I, we actually already have the invite in the work. Um, <laughs> but the serious, blast it out. <laughs> I, I would do that in a heartbeat with your help, Andrew. But on a serious note, Lee, this is a Look huge event. Peter Luger is there, Sid. Oh, Peter Luger, that's right. I, I'm bumping him there. Uh, you got this event today. I know DeSantis is doing something with you, President Trump. This is the time. We're about two months out. We had all these primary races yesterday, Lee. And uh, talking to you a lot lately, I'm getting the feeling that despite some of these polls out there, you feel very, very confident you will win in November. And it really all starts with events like this tonight, yes? Well, no doubt. It's important, though, for us to have everybody everywhere all in. I mean, nobody can take absolutely anything for granted. Uh, it's it's one of those situations where I, I'm able to guarantee that we win in November if everybody everywhere is doing everything in their power. This isn't about just riding in some red wave, jumping on some board. You have to create the wave, and it's a big state. And I was all over New York with Andrew. We were you know, constantly passing each other over the course of a year plus, and it's you know, a lot of counties, regions, 
you can't get to everywhere at once. Uh, so you need people there on the ground campaigning their tails off. And I'm also able to guarantee that if we don't have everybody working that hard, there's no way to win. You know, New York City is going to be important. If we get less than 29% in New York City, we don't know how to win. If we get over 35%, we don't know how to lose. And that window in between is the 29 to the 35 range, uh, which is a sweet spot. And the better that you do inside the city, the less that you need to get elsewhere. Uh, the, the, the internal polling that we have, we currently are tracking the race that we're down eight. Uh, I remember the polling in Governor Pataki's win in 94 against Mario Cuomo. That last week, there were six public polls that came out. The average of the six polls said that Pataki was going to lose by 11 and a half points. There was one poll that had him down three. Four of them were, had him down double digits, up to 14 points, and he ended up winning by three and a half. So the polling the last week of the general election in 94 uh, was all 15 points off. So, you know, you, you, whatever the polls say, we just have to continue to campaign our tails off. But, you know, between now and November 8th, the issues are on our side. We have to make sure we're not outworked. Uh, and we need to do this in order to save our state. I really feel like this is it. I mean, you care about crime and public safety. You care about our economy, cost of living. You care about freedom. You can't have four more years of Kathy Hochul and one-party rule. It will get worse. So, Congressman Zeldin, talking about how you get people all in, last night the turnout, I was looking through this, was just over 10%. 10% actually ended up coming out to vote. So how do we do? How do we get people to make sure that they come on out to vote on November 8th? Now, I grant... Granted that I think last night was specifically unique because we obviously had our primary in late June. You had the second primary, which I think probably confused some people on top of the fact that it was toward the end of summer. So I certainly expect turnout to be more than that. But I look at this exactly the way that you look at it. If you could get turnout in the, you know, in the high 30s, in the 40 percent range, this is going to benefit you and it's going to close that gap. Uh, and I think it gives you really that chance to hit the, that number in the low to mid-30s like you need in New York City. So how do you get people all in to make sure they're coming on out to vote for you on November 8th to save our state? So your analysis is spot on uh, on every front of everything that you just said and analyzing the dynamics with multiple primaries and the fact that right now we're in the summer. And what I've noticed in New York is that people right now are out enjoying summer. Many people aren't thinking about politics. And then something happens a week from now. When kids go back to school, there's something about post-Labor Day, and there's a switch that goes off. And people, have, they realize, okay, there's an election coming up. They start thinking about it, and they'll make decisions. Every day, people will be making decisions. People out there who are on the fence as to whether or not that they're going to vote, it's a game-time decision when they wake up on Election Day, we need to be telling them that it's not just a right to vote that you are given. This is your obligation. It's your duty. It's your responsibility. Don't be passionately telling me about everything you, you, you care about, that you're complaining about, and you're not even voting. So there's that dynamic is just getting our people out to vote. I do believe that there's going to be a light switch that is going to flip after we get past Labor Day. And every single day, more and more people are going to be paying attention. Uh, and anybody who's out there who's like, ah, yeah, you have it in the bag. With regards to any of our races, up, down, ballot, it doesn't matter. Nothing is in the bag. I mean, you, you have to work hard for it. Now, in, in, in this day and age, there was a time where there's a saying, if you tell five people and they tell five people, mm-hmm. between social media, email, texts, 
you could go out and tell a thousand people and then they could tell a thousand people, but you know, hit your entire list, tell everybody, you know, and you could do it quickly and efficiently for me all day, every day, from the moment I get up to the moment I go to sleep, I'm going to work as hard as I possibly can to try to be everywhere at once to earn the support of everyone. I don't care whether I'm walking Harlem week and I'm in an area that has always voted deeply Democrat or I'm in Livingston County, uh, where it is one of the most Republican conservative counties in the entire country, wherever you are and anywhere in between, I'm finding that the issues are pretty much very similar crime economy. Uh, And I feel like a lot of New Yorkers understand the stakes and this is breaking point time for them, for their family, for the community and the state. So it's, it's all about hard work and showing up and making sure everyone else who's a registered voter shows up on November 8th. Lee Zeldin, the Republican gubernatorial candidate. We've got a big event coming up. Lee does later on tonight on Long Island. I'll be there, one of the speakers, and uh, very honored to do it with me, Sid Rosenberg, and Andrew Giuliani. So you were all over Hochul the last couple of days, Lee, for qualified immunity for the cops, which, of course, you're a thousand percent right. But she did mention you a couple of days ago. Uh, she was, uh, I guess, holding a rally for Pat Ryan, who did win. He beat Marcus Molinaro, a friend of mine. And she said that Molinaro, Donald Trump and you, you, Lee Zeldin, need to get on a plane and get the hell out of here and go down to Florida because you don't share the values that she does. And if the values are criminals running the show and uh, a dirty, filthy, taxed New York City, then she's right, Lee. We don't share the same values. And not only is she declaring herself right, but as you point out, she says that you need to leave. She says you're not even a New Yorker. Right. Get out. <laughs> you want to take on Kathy Hochul? I mean, you want to be out there saying that we need to repeal cashless bail. We should fire Alvin Bragg. We should reverse the state's ban on a safe extraction of natural gas. We should get rid of the HALT Act. Our correctional officers are getting assaulted. And the list goes on of, of things that have us in this race so passionately fighting as hard as we all are to save our, our city and our state and our country. And that mentality, if you want to be the governor of New York, you have to be the governor for all New Yorkers. And that includes a whole lot of people are going to disagree with you. And, oh, by the way, a lot of what we're out there fighting for, I mean, the the New Yorker, the will of the people right now, it's all behind us. They want to repeal cashless bail. So yesterday uh, I didn't take her advice to go down to the Florida that she had in mind. (laughs) Uh, I I did go to Florida. I went to Florida and New York. And I campaigned there yesterday. Uh, I met with the mayor of Florida, New York. Uh, we went to a, a big senior picnic in Warwick in Orange County, and we're going to beat her in Orange County. Yeah, for folks that don't anywhere. know, none that, of us are going anywhere. Yeah, that's right by uh, Goshen. When I go visit my mom up by Monticello, I pass Florida, New York yeah. every time. So you know, she she certainly chased a lot of Republicans down to the Florida in uh, where Governor DeSantis is yep. down there. Well, uh, look, there's no doubt, Lee. I've seen you uh, when, when we were competing for the nomination. Certainly continued on since you've become the Republican nominee. Uh, go all over the state. What has surprised you most so far from this gubernatorial campaign from a uh, f- from a uh, constituent standpoint? For me, one of the things that I thought really surprised me was how many independents and how many Democrats actually caught on to crime being the top issue uh, and how many actually said, hey, look, we may not agree with everything that you have to say, but we understand that right now crime is your top priority. It seems to be Congressman Zeldin's top priority. That's something that speaks to us. 
That's right. People want to feel safe on their streets. They want to feel safe in their homes and their place of employment in the subways. And people right now aren't feeling safe in their communities. And it's getting more and more personal, up close and personal. We're waking up on Monday morning and stomach churning, reading all the headlines of everything that happened that weekend. And it's happening Monday morning after Monday morning when you get caught up on the news on what you might have missed over that Friday, Saturday, Sunday period. So that's that's a real problem. And that's not just about Republicans expressing frustration, disappointment. It's about independents, disenfranchised Democrats. A lot of Democrats feel like their party has left them. They feel like the party is wrong on crime. And we saw it with the New York City Democratic mayoral primary. At the beginning of that primary, a year out, you had crime towards the top of the list. But that was people who were saying that we need to defund the police uh, and that we need to stop supporting law enforcement. And, and they want to pass pro-criminal laws and and then things were going very much in the wrong direction as far as the priority of the Democratic Party base. But as the June 2021 Democratic Party primary in New York City was getting closer and closer, crime and public safety was right there at the top of the list. But they wanted to see the candidates get tough on crime. Things have flipped, and, and they're seeing it on the streets of, of New York City. Kathy Hochul, what, you know, what I, well, I say we need to repeal cashless bail, she says there's no data Show me proof. When we say we need to remove Alvin Bragg, she says he just got there, cut him some slack. He's doing his job. We were all out there fighting for Jose Alba, saying that the murder charges should get dropped against him. She says it's a local issue. She's not going to get involved. So on top of the pro-criminal policies, the lax DAs, there's some lax judges. You have a governor right now who's pandering to pro, a pro-criminal base, pro-criminal activists, and, and you know that there's more pro-criminal laws that will get passed and also an unwillingness to stand up and just shoot straight on what needs to be done to back our men and women in blue to make sure they have the, the resources they need to do their job and to reset these laws that in many respects have made our streets less safe. November 8th, just about uh, two months away, and that is uh, Reckoning Day here in New York, folks. That is D-Day. That is a day that you must, must vote for Lee Zeldin. If you love this city, if you love New York State, quite frankly, if you love America, you have to vote for Lee Zeldin that day. Lee, I'll see you out on Long Island later on tonight. Excellent job here today. Thank you, as always. And uh, we start the push right now to make sure you're in Albany come November the 8th. You got it, guys. Great to be with you. you Have a great day, Lee. There he is, uh, Republican gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin. And uh, you know him very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in spite of the fact that you're going to be at that event tonight, I think it's going to be a great event. So I really do. <laughs> I really do. I think it's going to be wonderful. It's at, look, Lawrence Taylor, Mateau yeah. right there is going to be there. I saw Mateau is going to be there. Is he going to be there? I saw that. I saw wow. that he is. So, I mean, you've got some, some sports legends yes. right there. Well, you've got some incredible a- people. And Sid Rosen.